What up you guys? Fucking What's up, what's up? How you guys been doing? Today is October the 5th, 2012. And it's been just uh, about a year, exactly about a year, when Steve Jobs died. So uh, I really want to dedicate this video for you, my brother. I know you are a big man, and you're fucking smart as fuck. And I'm gonna make a fire ball for you, brother, because you deserve it. So what did what did you just say? <laughs> I just said you're trying to get a wob. A wob. Yes, which is an acronym. What does uh, it stand for? Well, for my people, my brethren, we refer to it as a wet ass beak. A wet ass beak, baby. Yeah. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying to wet my beak. <laughs> One of the all time great expressions. <laughs> I don't use it enough. I'm, I was just saying this yeah. off mic. Um, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right trying, after so, you've wet your beak right i did just wet my beak yeah um <laughs> but uh we're we've got to take care of some business oh shit and this is not we just we ran out of time and so we have to do this we have a limited window we have to do this on tape we're planning a kickback yeah so we're uh we're gonna just iron out some details here about it real quick <laughs> first and foremost being that like it's gonna be a kickback not a rager oh you know speaking my language Dave. like in the dichotomy of those two in the yin and the yang mm -hmm. it's like if someone were to like if we were to invite somebody, mm -hmm. it's like, hey, come over, we're hanging out. And they were like, maybe, I mean, like, what am I in for here? Is it like a rager or like a kickback? Mm -hmm. What would you say to that person? I I mean, it's farther near the kickback side of the right. spectrum. On the polarity. Exactly. It's and the great dichotomy the... of human life and human uh, social interaction, yeah. it is farther near the kickback side of the spectrum than the rager side of the spectrum. Right, yeah. right. Like, the vibe is going to be a lot closer to, like, a kickback than, mm -hmm. like, a rager. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are far kickbacker extremists. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. You know, you don't. Is uh, is it really so extreme to say <laughs> that uh, as opposed to if you're talking verbs, as opposed to rage, we just want to kick back? <laughs> is that really so extreme? Was that a Bernie impression? That was a Bernie Sanders. Wow. Yeah, was, did you like that? It was uncanny. Bernie Sanders likes to kick back. He does. He over. Well, he. I think he likes to rage also. Every now and again. Yeah. He has to build up a reserve, I think. But when he's at home, he's, he's a kickback guy. When mm -hmm. he's kicking back, he's just trying to kick back. He's not trying to rage. Right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, as I expect, like someone like Alex Jones would, mm. just constantly raging. 
Alex Jones, you invite Alex Jones to a kickback and it turns it into a rage. Exactly. Yeah. But not even a, a somewhat, uh, like as you put in a, in a previous episode, a grotesque, grotesque spectacle of a rager. It's just an absolute uh, uh, aggressive nightmare. Bacchanalia? I, mean? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. But that's a story for a different day, <laughs> Crow. Uh, but what up, what up, everyone? Welcome to uh, Hostile Vibes from Wholesome Places. This is Hostile Vibes from Wholesome Places with Hooks and Crow, the Hooks and Crow show. Hooks and Crow in the morning or whenever, whatever time of the day you listen to it because it's a podcast <laughs> and it's on demand. Uh, this, of course, these dulcet tones uh, belong to me and uh, my larynx and throat and mouth and lips and tongue that are making those sounds. And that's, of course, Hooks. Being this boy, and I'm joined, of course, as always, by my very own talking co-host. With a beak. Ah! <laughs> yes, with a beak. Uh, wet or dry, this beak? Wet um, ass or dry ass? It's sort of, it could go either way at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's tacky. Oh, it's a ta- tacky ass beak. You know when you get it's those like, white things at the corners of your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know all about that. Uh, film. You know that develops and you know conglomerates uh, right yeah coagulates coagulates yeah 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 that's better you know it's a word crow <laughs> that uh i've realized when i say it out loud sounds ludicrous and i'm convinced that i'm saying it wrong but i'm not what's that ignominious ignominious Ignominious. Ignominious. Now, remind me of the definition of that word. It's like uh, befalling a shameful end. So, you know, like he he had an ignominious end. Fall into a pit. Yeah. Jeb Bush. (laughs) Yeah. When he dies, he will have died. (laughs) Slow and steady wins the race. You remember that? Yeah. You remember during his campaign? Please when... clap, dude. <laughs> That's what I remember. When he was handing out small little turtles to Candy. people in his crowd. <laughs> dude, I, cool. I just watched that video yesterday. I did too. Shout out. Did you really? I did. I watched it yesterday. I watched it last night. That's weird. This, That's one of these. This is good because I've been talking to you about this. This is one of these. This is what I mean when I talk about living in a simulation. Yeah. And one of those things that I wasn't talking with you about this. I'm just remembering now, but we'll talk about it now. Like, because I I keep, I feel like the frequency of frequency Mm -hmm. of just like moments where I'm like, oh, is this the fucking Matrix? Yeah. Are increasing, and it's even down to like the little shit like that, where it's like we both fucking watched the Vic Burger, Ted Cruz. <laughs> yeah, the best of Ted Cruz. Kimber- uh, yeah, family uh, political ad thing. Uh, you know, 
Yeah. I feel like that kind of shit is happening to me a lot lately. I don't have a ton of more specific examples. Yeah. Bursting to the forefront of my mind right now. But what I was saying about this the other day is that uh, I like to say that I don't. I think I'm like 60, 40 on 40% that we live in a simulation, 60% on just like we essentially live in a simulation Mm -hmm. where the like fucking societal subconscious or like zeitgeist or whatever is such a just like constant recycling of essentially the same (laughs) inputs and like social media has fucking algorithm to all of our content that we see down into these like specific niche bubbles that like basically everyone we associate with most of the time is in the exact same ones Mm. so just like we both just the algorithm brought us both to the ted cruz video last night maybe as opposed to and that might you know i don't i think the yeah that's like a you know a simulation within reality yeah that's like hijacked reality maybe it's different than yeah i would put this is what the kickbacks i would put that more on the 60 percent side than the 40 percent side because i feel like maybe they've mapped out that both of you are in this both you and i are sort of in the same uh i guess in in a similar frame of mind based on what they've heard us say into our cell phones and shit fuck you bezos you bald bitch you you zuckerberg you reptilian ass motherfucker couldn't have said it better myself but they've mapped out that we're both in a similar sort of frame of mind and have sent us thus into something that we have already seen and (laughs) and probably watched multiple times back in the day because it's great oh yeah like we watched it i remember you know, sitting in the living room at the brick house and watching it up on the big screen together, mm-hmm. you know, and cackling. Yeah, dude. Shout out to that video. Shout out to Big Burger. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, the guy's great. <laughs> he needs our amplification for sure. Right. Uh, but yeah, shout out anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, though. That is weird. It's spooky. I And I, I feel like personally, I've noticed that, too, with other people that are somewhat close to me in my life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well put my friend (laughs) well put but anyway we're sitting here sitting under a beet red sun yeah do you know what i mean by that it's the color of a beet it's red and or blood orange is maybe better Mm. it's more blood orange than beet red but uh the uh apocalyptic scale climate disaster (laughs) that is the western united states has reached missoula montana yeah. And we live under the haze of wildfire smoke that is covering a huge portion of the fucking world. Yeah. Baby, and we're just vibing in the hellscape. <laughs> yeah, it is rough out there, man. Oh god. The visibility is as if like there's a there was a blizzard. It's psychic. It's yeah. it's it's a psychic omen. It has to be, right? elaborate have you seen the the fucking pictures of this shit it's yeah like blade runner yeah 2049 yeah. out there it's that's like, true uh, and then now just today they have potential signs that there could be extraterrestrial life on venus really yeah maybe. i didn't hear about look that it, look it up holy shit date the recording of this podcast but i saw that and i was like 2020 
is pushing all the chips on the table, baby. Oh my <laughs> it's god. Like, it's lipstick on. We're fucking uh like I'm maybe this is hyperbolic, but if and when Cthulhu or <laughs> a UFO or some sort of unfathomable entity pokes its head through this smoke and that's the first thing we see outside of it like i will not be that surprised yeah yeah i just will not be i know (laughs) i will just accept it as the gradient slope of the year i pictured when you said that for some reason a huge squid with davy jones squiddy face like I'm definitely it. thinking Squiddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. My I know. hypothesis is eminently Squiddy. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if the universe just cranked out for us after all of this shit this year, just some giant extraterrestrial squid that came and visited us through the a haze of smoke. Um, yeah, I think I'm with you. I don't know it's if I'd be that surprised like to be like, oh, okay. It's, it's going <laughs> yeah. li- to be a, the exact same thing. It's gonna happen as like what happened in in Watchmen, dude. I'm gonna reread that because I that's one of two books I've read this year, both yeah. Alan Moore graphic novels. <laughs> so I, you're going to read? I fucking don't even know how to read. That, that is a different discussion. Different. <laughs> yeah. So out of the so for the year 2020, you will have read two books, one of them twice. Is the other one the Bible? Have you been reading? Have you been studying up on like revelations? No. Or something like that? I have considered it before. And then just always been like, oh, who the fuck cares though? I get I know the the basic yeah. <laughs> strappings of it or yeah. scaffolding of it is what I meant to say. Sure. Um and uh life's too, life's too fucking short, I think, to ever read the goddamn Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good point. Yeah, I can't, I can't argue with that, dude. Destroyed with uh, facts and logic. Especially right now, you know. It's just like everything is fucking burning and shit. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe in... I don't know. If there's, I guess in another another lens, if there's gonna, you're going to read it, now seems like it would be a good time yeah. to find some. Sure. Some religion. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like the Cthulhu thing is much more likely. But yeah, but then that will be our new religion. And I, for one, will be happy to sort of, like, bow down to this new supreme being. Yeah, I mean... when it makes itself evident. I'm certainly not going to fuck with a squid. Like, in any form. <laughs> it's part- certainly not. Particularly not one script, that's bro. just, like peeking its head through a fog of smoke and the whole world is able to see it. I mean, a squid from space is far more dangerous than a squid from deep oceans. You think that's true? I, I might. You would, a, I guess, yeah, That you would have to assume that is like a, an escalation for sure. They were to reach, they were able to reach Earth through the like vast distances of just vacuum in space. And they they chose to come here. Well, this is a good callback because if you'll go all the way back to January of this year, uh, a completely different 
type of existence. Completely different. A different consciousness. Yeah. Um, in our first episode, Dirty Bubble Doppelganger. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We discussed a planet Earth deep sea thing. Yeah. And I talked about watching that uh, while extremely stoned. Yeah. And getting so immersed into it. We watched it together, I think. At, we did. As the submersible vehicle goes down. And just overwhelmed at the thought of like, this is essentially fucking space down here, man. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And getting so engrossed into it that when the vehicle ultimately did see and hit and interact with the sea floor, I felt a visceral sense of relief mm -hmm. and had sort of gotten into the thought of like, holy shit, man, I kind of was like, fucking dude, does this have an end? And right. I was like, think about how crazy it would be if we didn't didn't ever find the bottom of the sea and yeah we didn't know that it was there and we and no, it was just as far as we knew like an infinite <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> progression one way and an infinite progression another that would be wild right you know yeah but there is an end to it and so there it's is, very grounding from there you can arrive at the conclusion that there are less dangerous squid squids because they're there's sort of a limit to how far they can grow but as far as we know the universe is expanding so i mean <laughs> you know the catalog of large and dangerous squiddies is only increasing with that uh daily expansion every every second that ticks by <laughs> the potential of extraterrestrial squid who could find earth mm-hmm don't, you know, I don't know how much, but you have to assume that it increases. Right. Every second that we sit here. It's like the, the fish And thing. we should be increasingly afraid of it. There are, in, in the vast bathtub of the universe, you know, the more space... <laughs> <laughs> the more space you give a squid, the larger it can become. You know how sure. they say that about fish? Sure. You, you give it a larger bathtub. <laughs> or like, to, you know, certain types of plants. Exactly. You know? Yeah, avocado. I think is one that <laughs> you give it a you get a bigger, bigger bathtub. Bigger you put it in a bigger bathtub. <laughs> the vast bathtub of the universe. Yeah. Wow, I've never thought of it like that. That's pretty deep. I've been throwing out vast today. But so that that's essentially what the kickback would be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. That's what you had, you were talking about. Yeah, I, I just to yeah. In the cold open, just a yeah. reference there, a little, yeah. you know, humorous callback. Yeah, a little nod to the audience, you know, like, the listener. Yeah, we know you're still there and making attention. a little participant in the process. Uh -huh. Um, what have you been up to, Crow? I took the crumb to corn. That's right, you brought crumb to corn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what you been up is to? Is there anything? Yeah, we know there's nothing else we need to no, say. No, no, that's that. it. That's it. What you been up to? <laughs> It's a good question. Um, since the last record, yeah, which was approximately a week ago, yeah, right. I've done uh, little to nothing but uh, work and do some chores and there you go. Play Call of Duty and watch the sopranos yeah i started the sopranos do you like it i love it it's great i'm hooked it's great 
it's like it's I don't know. I don't know if I find need to do real time criticism or just like talk or interpretations of it. Maybe I will. That could be fun. But uh I'm I'm just I'm on the penultimate episode of the first season. Okay. Um I haven't seen the whole thing. Through. Have you seen season one? I don't know. I, I'll okay. need. You're making me want to go back and watch it. Are you about to <laughs> to drop some spoilers? Can you do it spoiler less? Yeah, I'll do it spoiler less. Some um, spoiler. I love it. I love the uh, the sort. It's like a historical document at this point in time. Like it's a bygone era in a completely different world. Mm-hmm. And I've been like fixated on culture from like the 90s and early 2000s for a while it's like it's interesting to me to just look at it now as like the culture of like the empire at its dying excess right you know like the death rattle of the empire and everything that's gone downhill since then so it's like this is it's the peak you know and it's like the it's it's interesting to look at like fucking Seinfeld and Sopranos in the in the Last Dance and just all sorts of different shit like even like you know School of Rock and shit yeah just the whole the whole insanity of that time you just just and in, in, in the world that we live in now yeah right just it all is just like fascinating to me in that way yeah and like this one especially because it has like some. The, you know, it, it operates on these all these different sort of levels where it's like this mob, ooh, excuse me, this mob thing that's like um, really plot, plot driven and twisty and turny and like fun and like you're like a, a an excellent mob thing on its own merits. But then it's like this other level of um this it's like meta commentary thing where like all all these guys talk about like good fellas and right <laughs> reference everything that they do a lot of the time as like once the Christopher uh <laughs> gets all worked up about stuff he's like this is Scarface say hello to my friend time Tony <laughs> and they're like always referencing that and and uh there's the and he's like going to psychiatry and stuff and right and, and that drives the kind of format of it where it's like uh you know this commentary on like this american archetype growing out of relevance and having an existential crisis about it yeah and is like very interesting in that way and like has lots of commentary in that way yeah. But also on the other hand, it's just like superficially it's still a fucking great yeah. mob show For and sure. like everything and, and, and there's then, still shit like those movies that goes down in it. Yeah, and like on top of all of it, it's it's essentially a comedy. It's like it is a sitcom. Yeah. You know, like cause Yeah, I see what you mean. Like it's it, especially the way from what I remember in the few scenes I can remember uh, of like James Gandolfini and the and some of the other guys in there just absolute the ribs that they give each other just ribbing the it's, fuck out of each it's other. Hilarious. It's and hilarious. Like it's and it's so the way that it's even just like put together structurally is 
play, you know, like every, it's just like, it's, it's a, a sitcom and a fucking mob drama and like a meta textual comedy about yeah. or uh, satire and all this different shit. And it's so good at all of them in a way that you almost never see. I feel like, and then, and just like more than anything, every fucking frame of it, you could just make a meme out of like every line, <laughs> every frame is like so good right. and so funny and, and it's so fucking relatable. Like there's, right. <laughs> there's this one where it's just, uh, I honestly can't remember what the context is, but Tony Soprano's wife is, um, <laughs> she's telling Tony, her husband, that their priest um, who she has definitely has some like sexual tension with, but like a close spiritual mentor relationship with. Yeah. Had like stayed the night over the last night while he was gone. And like he had gotten all fucking drunk and they had like almost hooked up and then he like puked a bunch and stuff. Yeah. So he slept over there, but they didn't hook up or anything. And so <laughs> she was, she's like telling Tony about it. And he it just cuts to James Gandolfini and he's just staring at her deadpan and he's just like, you know what? This is too fucked up for me to even think about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's everything like that. Every line is so good. Yeah. And so meme worthy and relatable like that. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I love that, man. That, I love it. And so he's instantly relatable with the things he there's says. A th- like, uh, I was, there's a bit in the, the one thing that I love about this kind of thing it's like the nicknames for everybody and just like in the pilot there's just this thing where there's like two different guys named pussy big pussy and little pussy (laughs) no not my pussy big pussy why would i want to whack big pussy he wants to kill little pussy and it's uh oh so good i was talking about gabagool yeah all this for some gabagool (laughs) i'm not on like i just it makes me want to be italian you're kidding me yeah (laughs) what part of booty you from yeah (laughs) It's just so good. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, hell yeah. I mean, that sounds like it. I might have to chuck that one on because I know that. Yeah, that is, that's a classic. There's like three shows that I sort of lumped together for some reason. Maybe was Weeds an HBO show? For some reason, I lump like Weeds, Sopranos and The Wire together as like I, shows from an, in, from that era yeah, that all, I would love to watch. And they were all like heralded yeah right yeah exactly critically acclaimed yeah apparently kevin nealon is in weeds (laughs) i didn't know that yeah dude we're all we as we've discussed we all we all love kevin nealon yeah everybody in the mythos a Uh, national treasure truly a book of secrets (laughs) (laughs) truly um well here's another specific example of like simulation stuff is We lately, especially when we don't have a guest, it's just the two of us, have settled into like a very consistent timing of the show. Oh, is that right? Such that we always sort of organically end up at a spot for a break right around like 23 to 25, 26 minutes. Oh, now that you mention it. And it's right here again. And I'm like, I'm always like, oh, it's definitely got to have been way longer than that. And then I'm like, oh, shit, it's always... 20, 23 to 26 minutes in. Wow. Do you, you feel like taking a break, man? Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. And yeah. we can cut 
come back and talk about what we're going to talk about this week, yeah. which maybe if you could just tease it in, in a tease a little bit for the listener. How would you just how would you tease it if you were going to tease it for the listener? Flirtation with murder. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I said it. You're very happy with yourself. <laughs> so stick around, listener, for a flirtation with murder. So welcome back to Hostile Vibes from Wholesome Places with Hooks and Crow, the Hooks and Crow Show. Yes? Sorry. No, that's okay. I, I, I interjected it. a little bit. I liked bit. it. Yeah. Uh, Crow, it's just me and you, baby, today. Yeah, dude. Just the dynamic duo, oh. the two-headed Hydra, as yeah. we just discussed. <laughs> yeah, right. And we're talking about today um, a tale from <laughs> your days as a bar fly. Yeah. Is it fair to say? <laughs> That's 100% fair you're, to say. You're, how... I, just how, about how about how what was the period your bar fly period would you say about how many years uh let's see that would be from one summer to another summer i think that was 2017 <laughs> the summer of 2017 to the summer of 2018 interesting um i thought it, in my actually brain it was longer than that no no, I I really wasn't much of a bar fly to begin with, but this one became became quite seductive. Uh, this specific bar. Yeah, to the point where I and, and the company I was around, uh, you know, the company you keep has so this a, was, an this effect. Was, this was you were in Helena. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And is it cool if I say the name of this establishment? Do you fine. think? Okay. And uh, you were getting ready. To go to the Irie. Yeah. <laughs> the Emerald Isle, so to speak. That's well put. Is that right? Yeah, I I um wait. Wait, what are you saying? The Emerald Isle. Ireland. Oh, that's correct. Yes. Yeah, Bro. good point. I, I see what you're saying. At first when I, I knew what you were saying at first, that's what yeah. I thought, but then I thought you were saying like Seattle. Isn't that the Emerald? That might be the Emerald oh, that's City. The Emerald City. Shit. Or is that Wizard of Oz? <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. anyway. Yeah, but yes, you're right. I was gearing up to um, to make the pilgrimage back to Ireland um, to experience the land, experience uh, the, the famed motherland of a very... Um, beloved animal, author old, to me powerful magic yeah. yeah yeah never mind but anyway and spent a lot of time and hell and i ended up there um virtually without any sort of responsibilities i mean i had like a daytime job but i had really besides this daytime We're job gonna have to talk about your lobbying day sometime yeah that, <laughs> that'll be a different day but that'll be a different day that. i need to make sure that there are bleeps on that one for sure that um, one will be bleep heavy yeah for sure definitely but yeah. uh because i use, use a few of those people as references but um <laughs> at any rate so i <laughs> was Pretty much just left to having a day job, which didn't take me much time. I finished it up early afternoon. 
Um, worked for a very famous coffee company, the ones that wear green aprons. The Green Apron Society. The Green Apron Society. And uh, beyond that, was free to do like whatever I wanted. I ended up building a fort during this time. That's right. Um, Hagrid's Hut. Hagrid's Hut. Hagrid's Hut, uh, because of its resemblance to Hagrid's Hut. It's probably a serious forest fire. Um, uh, I don't know. Hazard. hazard. Yeah. Yeah, because there's just a bunch of dead trees up in this gully. Would you describe it as a tinderbox? <laughs> yeah. Hit the nail on the head, dude. Waiting to go off. Yeah. Yeah, it's just waiting for that, that fuse. But, uh, yeah, at any rate, I spent a lot of time in Helena and became fix, fixated on this certain business there. Um, that was very... In fact, I may have been there within the first two weeks that it was open. Um, as as it is today, it, it has been several other businesses in the past, mainly casinos. But it but it was purchased and um, renovated by some new people, and is now kind of like a. You love to see it when it happens. <laughs> yeah, which it just so happens that the um, the owners of this of this establishment have a daughter who had worked there at some point. Um, during the time while I was a bar fly and I knew her personally. Um, oh, yeah? <laughs> no, not that type of person. Yeah. <laughs> Hooks just raised his eyebrows yeah. uh, in a very salacious way. Uh. Uh, suspicious, maybe. Oi, <laughs> oi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Squeal, piggy. Squeal, piggy. Ah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but, yeah, no, not in that way. She was just a, a friend of mine. Her parents owned this place. Great place. Um, Great place. The trifecta, as they say, of um, inner city Montana entertainment, a liquor store, a bar, and a casino. Um, which, the Holy Trinity, my friend. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> a one-stop shop for some of us. Yeah. Which at the time it was. Um, and, yeah, I was definitely there within the the grand opening, uh, or I suppose reopening under new leadership. And the grand reopening. I that cannot tell American you American how surreal this place was. Looking back on it, it sort of seems like a dream. <laughs> I'm sure because of seems like a dream. How baby. much uh, substance abuse was going on mm. between all of the visitors, not with you know myself and notwithstanding and uh it were you doing it's a lot sort of, of like you know time? what it reminds me of i i know david foster wallace got canceled but like a lot of it sort of fell in line with i've only read maybe like the first 300 pages or so of infinite jest mm -hmm. but it really falls in line with a lot of the things you read in the first 300 pages of infinite jest uh just the sort of visions you have of like terrible nightmare it's sort of like videodrome if you've ever seen yeah. that you know um because that's what would happen to people on like a regular basis staring into these kino machines which um you <laughs> know fold into another realm yeah real black lodge energy would you, you say yeah real black lodge yeah that's yeah. that's a good way of putting it ble what's your experience with like a small town missoula or i guess montana casinos I love them. Yeah, you love them. I know that um, there's one honestly, in particular. No, I, 
I uh, I've never I've gambled once mm-hmm. on a on a machine, and I didn't know how to make it go or do anything or like and really what I was like I was looking at a hieroglyphic language that yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah. So I uh, don't have an extensive history with it. Do have a beloved Montana Lil's sweatshirt that my grandma gave me. Montana's most liberal casino. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, but that's about it. That's the extension of it. Sure. But you've never really gambled? Well, when I was when <laughs> my brothers and I were were younger, um, when we would go to the mint in towns in Montana sometimes with my with my family and my grandparents there, they had a Kino machine <laughs> up on the wall, and we would pick out the numbers, and family members would go play them in the bar Hell yeah. <laughs> over there. That's, that was pretty tight, but That's cool. I don't remember how you do that or how you play Kino. Sure. Uh, that that eventually would become my game. You're a big uh, Kino guy. I... So I mean I don't want to get too heavy with it, but I definitely so it no, go ahead, get heavy with you know it became like a just it was a bar for me at the end of the day where the people that I was hanging out with would you know meet up with me over there, and uh, I just really became fond of it because of the people there. But eventually, I would uh, like one of the bartenders or something one night like I was there and getting pretty drunk and yada 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 and and eventually they can they convinced me to try out a a kino machine and i ended up winning i don't know like 40 bucks or something like that and uh from there they talked you into it huh? yeah they really talk you into it man they're like so i you know i would never gamble if i didn't have at least like 200 dollars to spend you know just to piss away or something which you know (laughs) that's that's not a thing um you should never have just $200 to piss away. Um, at least not like that. Uh, but you only set the machines on win, max bet, blah, 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 blah. They give you all these rules, you know, to actually performing well and uh, and sort of making a profit off of gambling. And and I bought into it because I was drunk enough. and uh, The sort of milieu yeah. of the uh, semi-professional level. Gas station gambler. And- yeah. In Montana. Yeah, right. They all have these rules, but I mean, there's no, really is every no old, basis. Every old, every old, every old soul's got Yeah, them. play on the same machines, you know, start with maybe this like... This one pays out. Because a lot of them have like, uh, you know, max $2 bets, right? So you can either, you, you know, the, the rule some people have is like start with a dollar and then when the machine's starting to get a little hot, like increase your bet by 25 cents or something like that. Only put large bills into the machine because it tricks the machine into thinking that you're going to be a big spender and will pump out more wins on the front end. Rule, <laughs> rules like that. Um, I like that. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I just I got sucked into it for a while. And um, you got to trick the machine. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not like I was an everyday sort of thing, but I definitely was spending money that I didn't have to spend on it. And uh, through that sort of, uh, you know, I was always there to hang out with friends. And when my friends would come, I, uh, you know, I wouldn't be gambling and shit. I'd be shooting pool out there, but there would be some <laughs> nights. I forgot how much pool you used to shoot. I know. I mean, played a fuck ton of pool. Dude. I remember one time when you were living in Helena shooting all this pool, and you came and visited, and you were like talking so much shit. You were like, "We're gonna play some pool." 
and I'm going to like fuck you up. And I was just like, oh man, I can't wait to see this. And then uh, you were like so fucked up by the time we got around to playing any pool really that you just like <laughs> had no skills left. Yeah. Yeah. Completely abandoned yourself. Sure. But it's not fun to play with me when I'm sober, you know, I'm just, I'm cracking them in like a uh, Larry Kruger. You're cracking them in like Larry Kruger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, uh, you know, Minnesota fats or whatever, <laughs> whatever his name is. But, uh, at any rate, yeah. So I played a lot of pool back then. Um, loved it because this place, something that I really appreciated about it and something that I wish more places would do is they, when they renovated this place, I think they took out a, a large chunk of what was casino and just converted, converted it into a huge pool hall and like dart room, but it was separated from the bar and the casino. So you had to like go through a little foyer through a different door to get into this pool hall. And it was super quiet in there because did like we I say said, what this place was called yet? We I haven't said it yet. It's the money train. It is the money train. Yeah. I like the name. I think it adds to their kind of ridiculousness. Of yeah, that's true. A it. lot of the way, you know, like if it it has the sort of same ring that the money store does, you know. The death store. The death grip song. But yeah, yeah. Or album. Um yeah, the man store. That's another place I frequented quite a bit around this time because i was convinced that big man store regularly smoking cigars was better than smoking cigarettes um (laughs) what convinced you of that uh i just did it a few times and it felt better you know sort of anecdotal uh evidence for that but uh yeah so this place the money train i loved it played a lot of pool there i did karaoke on occasion it was a very like on occasion they did good um they did a good job of making <laughs> making that place like kind of palatable like the the to servers the were very friendly um of course like dude if you want to get a uh what do you call it a lucrative job uh go fucking be a bartender slash casino worker at a montana casino because i mean when the the winners been win big like they give such a huge cut to the servers there because they're all drunk and like hell yeah dude you were here for my big win i can't help but cut you out a little bit i mean uh yeah i recently worked at a place that had a casino element to it and yeah was not really in there a lot myself but uh, i gradually grew to the understanding that there were so many fucking people who were in there yeah all the fucking time yeah it's a problem for sure out here it's crazy and one that i i do feel comfortable in saying that i got sucked into for a while there casually yeah. but also regularly um but yeah dude i mean you you meet all sorts of characters in these places and it was such a place that you know it's it's hard to it, to any out of state listeners that haven't spent time in montana casinos it's are not there any? let us know in the comments <laughs> are there any that, yeah i'm curious is anybody like this that? is not like a casino like you've seen in any movies this you've is never not... seen a casino like this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only things that remain the same is they don't it. display clocks for you to see and they tent out all the windows so you can't see if it's dark out or not um just to you know keep you sucked in you know how they do that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But 
no one there is playing live games. I haven't seen a live game played, you know, since I went to a, on a, like a family trip to Vegas way back in the day, you know? I, right, right, right. When you, get, when you play on casinos, you just... They do that at just, the Rialto. The Rialto. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they do like live poker or something over there. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. They do but, all the cards. But most of the time, when you enter a Montana casino, you walk into... Most of the time. Most of the time. Most um, of the time. You walk into a bunch of people that have been there since 10 a.m. when the when the place what opened. Uh, 10 a.m. Okay. Yeah. 10 a.m. <laughs> but uh, you walk into a bunch of people that have been staring at screens uh, all day, drinking. And all night. And all night, dude. I ran into a former PE coach that you and I both had at one of those places. He was a regular there. He Do was. Do you want to say who it is? Wait, we had did we had uh the freshman sport or PE together, right? What was that? Fucking competitive shit? sports. Competitive sports is that what it was? Yeah. We had that together, right? Yeah. Maybe not. Mm, I know we had sophomore whatever that was, but it wasn't Mister. <laughs> no, it wasn't Dalton. <laughs> not the. Uh... It was Coach Robertson. <laughs> was say, not the he's jogging guy. No. <laughs> no. That guy was a sub. Because that would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but he was a regular there. I wonder where that guy went. The he's jogging guy. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be rude, but probably in the grave. Like <laughs> He's probably dead by now. Yeah. So the backstory on this listener is just that we had this very old substitute gym teacher in high school. And... Uh, <laughs> A curmudgeon. A curmudgeon for sure. I don't really know what he was doing in that profession, but I'm not sure he knew. He was subbing gym class one day. And I don't remember anything except that like something for what we're supposed to be doing that day was like across the room. And he like ran to go get it in this weird jog fast walk thing. Yeah. Picture like a fast penguin's bow-legged waddle. He's a and he yeah, and he he was making the motion of like the running guy emoji. You know the guy in jeans, he's kind of like running a little weird. That was his slacks. Energy. Yeah, yeah, tucked and, into uh, the side of his New Balance, you know, pure white New Balance shoes. Oh yeah, he was looking good. <laughs> and I yeah, I think I just summed up the visual by just saying he's jogging. <laughs> Which you always really love. I got a kick out of it, man. <laughs> Real kick out of it. One of the one of the bigger organic laughs I ever remember getting out of it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Which I've never fully understood. I like I thought I think it's all right, but I don't know. It hit me on a deeper level. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was hitting different that day. Yeah. yeah. Um but anyway, <laughs> the money train. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm just trying to Paint a picture of like yeah, the broad scope the of, uh, you know, I, I want them to understand what this place is. It's a picture, a, a word picture. Paint a word picture. A lot of the times it was a bar for me. A lot of the times it was a casino for me. And and so. In a pool hall. When you hang out on the nights at one of these places, man, like just by yourself, you're not there with your friends and you're gambling and stuff. You really run into. I've I never like, gotten to that point. Yeah. With even just. Re- ever really consistently going somewhere by myself yeah i want to right i want to be a bar fly like yeah. especially since i've been wanting more simpsons yeah yeah you yeah. want to have like a regular joint 
Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This was the place for for many people. I there's a specific guy that I would see every night um that I was there and and it was I was under the impression that he was there literally every night because they they kept like a special they kept a couple special bottles for people, like bottles of liquor that they didn't sell because they were too expensive or something. To um, bring your own in? No. Uh, from what I understood, they like ordered it for this guy because he was such a regular and spending, you know, God knows how much money every God single knows, day at yeah, this place. Really. Dude, he was, he was, he like owned a car dealership in Helena and um, he was, I, it, it, dude, I don't want to make any blanket statements, but like, there's such a fucking like uh, temper sensitivity that a lot of those people have that like, d- dude, I wouldn't walk into that place and know what that guy was going to be like that day. He would be either like my best friend or he would be like, fuck you, buddy. What did you just say to me? That type of thing. And so it, it was always mm. like a, a, a hostile vibe, but mm. there was a potential mm. hostile vibe Supposedly from a wholesome place. Yeah, I don't know if you could really consider this. this that it's not an yeah. inherently wholesome yeah. place. Yeah, and I mean, I know it was entirely uh, uh, dependent on whether it was an up or a down day on the machines, but oh, there sure. was always sure. an element of like, <laughs> surely you know by through this reaction that there's something deeper going on here, pal. Something um, is stirring in the loins of his soul. Exactly. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Away with words. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like there's been a lot of foreplay here. Uh, I should get to. Oh, I don't know. I've been. A fateful evening. I've been bobbing along in the yeah. conversational current, as it were. This is a place Content, where I. like a lazy river. Is it cool to say on air that this is where I purchased my first hot item as they say I, it's up to you this is the place where I purchased my first hot item Sure. Um, one night while I was there I don't remember how the night was going but I remember it was must it a have, dark and stormy night it must it have been night? No, I was usually there yeah I was there in the winter a lot I would walk there because I didn't have a car I would walk to this place which was far across town like it would be like a i forgot that was 40 minute walk your peak walking day yeah it truly was it's where everything began Hmm. and i it was the furnace that formed you yeah you yeah maybe a friend would be busy or something i couldn't they didn't want to come out there and sure shit i would walk uh the 40 minutes or whatever sometimes through snow just to get there yeah yeah um an expedition at any rate so this guy sometimes so you're there one night i'm there one night having maybe a couple drinks i know i'm at the bar i haven't started gambling yet okay having a couple drinks but i know this guy is planning on gambling you can tell i can well we were talking about it we were talking about which machines were hottest and uh you know like you were offering him the sort of few bits of wisdom you right. sponged up yeah there while in your time there i remember it like yeah exactly i remember he and exactly. i having a conversation about you know what's the sort of limit on mm-hmm. you know 
casino snacks that you can grab grab because they keep like rice krispies doritos that the you know the sort of like junk food snacks just available for the sure people gambling in the casino for ramblers and, and gamblers. i remember talking to this guy it didn't become evident to me which is weird because it it must have been there for the longest time it took me so long to realize that this guy had a bunch of shit like strewn about the bar like he he was sitting in the spot on space. the corner of the bar and has had spread like a you know 15 items or something wow. all across the bar many of them ski goggles uh, <laughs> i remember correctly and he ski goggles binoculars um those like mobile phone charger things those power packs um like a set of bluetooth headphones um and like a few like different pairs of shoes something like that uh but the ski goggles and the binoculars stood out to me the most uh and 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 he had this like package of papers that it seemed to me it it looked very similar to like that packet that you get from like a bank when you open a checking account you know that like fat envelope envelope of random shit that you never look at for the rest of your life yeah and the like and he kept after we started talking about the machines and uh how the night was talking about the machines (laughs) we're talking about the machines the rise of the machines yeah um he starts trying to sell me these headphones. And um, he was like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I just, uh, I totally fucked up. I was at the store the other day, and I thought this was uh, another one of these, like, power packs, right? But uh, got home and realized they're actually Bluetooth speakers. Like, Bluetooth headphones, I mean. Oh. Yeah. And uh, he thought they were not that. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. I thought I tried to plug my phone into these, and... Turns out uh, it doesn't have the right, to, or it's it's not a phone charger. It's a uh, Bluetooth headphone. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Bluetooth headphones. I'm drunk Common enough at this mistake. point that I believe this guy, and he's like, how much would you give me for these? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I got like 30 bucks in cash on me. He's like, I'll take it. <laughs> and so he sells me. Deal or no deal, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he immediately is like, oh, fuck yeah, and hits the machines oh, afterwards. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, God, But oh, leaves fuck. all the shit on the counter, and I remember the server, because uh, I knew her well, sort of being like, what the fuck is going on here? Because um, he kept, I, I, I would turn occasionally from the machines and see him after he would be done gambling, like trying to sell these other items that he had just like left on the bar <laughs> to other patrons of this establishment. And, uh, <laughs> he'd be like, do you want to find these ski goggles? <laughs> to just some randos sitting at a casino bar and shit like Hawking that. stolen goods. Exactly. Exactly. And it wasn't until later after I'd purchased these uh, headphones from him, I was he was like, you know, I'd never use them and shit. I'm walking home and they're trying to connect to like someone else's phone, like a female's. Uh, I recognize the name as a female's name. Oh, they were, oh, they were, they had a home. Yeah, connection. they they had a home for sure. <laughs> um, and I I think it was like months later when I ended up like remembering that because I I was pretty drunk that night. I remember 
bringing that up to bringing this dude up to he was i was like so who do you think that guy was like just selling random shit in the place and the bartender was like you mean the guy that was selling shit that he had stolen from cars and i was like oh shit dude oh shit like it all sank in and it all made sense yeah i was like oh god so, pre- dude. so previously to being at the money train He'd just gone on a little spree. Yeah. Yeah. Helping himself. Yeah. A remarkable amount of ski goggles were found. Was it in the winter? Yeah. I mean, I maybe fall. I don't I don't remember. Um, but it must have been around sometime when people were using were using ski goggles and he just hit a fucking gold mine on his way to the money train. And anyways, that was my night. I remember I you know had to withdraw some more cash because I gave it all to this guy for some fucking Bluetooth headphones. Um, <laughs> Which you only just recently replaced. No, I haven't replaced those. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I replaced the speaker. Oh, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at any rate, that was just uh, another experience from this place. One definitely stands out to mine, in my mind. Like he, it, I remember it so vividly. Now I'm curious. Uh, I should have done this before we hopped on, but I know I still have this guy's name in my phone because I, oh my God, that's right. That was his name. What was it? I can't believe that, dude. Say his first name, Ellie. Oh my God, dude. Oh my Christ. I can't believe. Oh my God, spit it out already. I cannot, I'm sorry. I just like cannot believe that that was his name. As soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit, that, that, that's that guy's name. This guy, the story that will unfold, the protagonist in the story that I will be describing the experience that I had with, his name was Beans. <laughs> same really peace. Yes. What the fuck? I didn't know that. I completely forgot about that. He told you his name was Beans? Yeah. I completely forgot about it. And I remember <laughs> I remember earlier in this night, this faded fateful evening, um <laughs> being like, "Oh, from the Lizzie McGuire movie." <laughs> like from the Lizzie McGuire movie. And, I would distinctly remember him being like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he came up with beans on his own. I completely separate from the reality. Independent beans? Independent beans, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, should we take another little pee-pee break? I'm down, and yeah. come back and talk about independent beans. We'll talk about independent beans in my night with him. You're the least mushy man for you now that you are mush. Yes. That's exactly very insightful what I just said. Uh, but anyways, welcome back to Hosta Vibes from most places with hooks and crow hooks and crow shows his hooks. Yo, that's crow. Ah! Ooh. What's up? Saw. Saw, dude. Saw, dude. We're talking about <laughs> independent beans. <laughs> the man that's we're beans. calling beans. Yeah. Full name independent beans. Mm-hmm. Um, tell, so was this on the same night? That he was hawking stolen goods? This is a different guy. Oh. Yeah. This is a different guy. So did I say that it was the same person? Oh no, but I I maybe I was under maybe the misapprehension that 
this man who was hawking stolen goods was also independent beans. No, 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 no. Independent no, no. beans is a different man than this yes, guy. it is. Yeah, oh, okay. A far more nefarious man. In fact, I can't believe that I still, <laughs> plausible deniability reasons, have the his name in my phone. Have his contact info. That's shocking to me. You've got his number. Uh, his yeah, yeah, I do. That's crazy. I've got his digits. Um, but yeah, this was a night that I like know any I, no, any other. Uh, like just to reference the um, prior conversation, this was a night that I largely remember because I was on a hot streak on the machines. <laughs> <laughs> the most notable thing. Most yeah. Fucking hot. Somewhat. Uh, so I had just uh, hit a good pot, as they say, on one of those Keno machines. I've done that once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I know you've uh, you've hit your fair share of good pot. <laughs> And um, Zing. yeah, yeah. Sorry, just kind of spelled it out we there. Like to tell on this, though, you know, on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that was a good example. I remember hitting some big pot, dude, and uh, <laughs> it still doesn't sound like I won some money on a Kino machine. It's a hot machine. Yeah, and. Um, Went over to the bar to exchange my ticket. Was going to sit down for a sort of um, just self congratulatory drink, I suppose. Sure. Because uh, you know that's the thing about as uh, gambling is they'll just keep feeding you liquor for free all night. And I got to the point when my relationship free liquor? that I barely uh, even knew her. <laughs> free liquor. Now that is another one of the type of jokes we like to tell on this sure, show. Yeah, yeah, point. just for the listener there. Yeah, I love it. Uh, we like to tell that sort of joke on this show. But the owner of the place who was uh, helping out <laughs> served <sighs> that night fed me some of his uh, own personal stash of beautiful liquor. Oh, um, the rich guy. Yeah. Now yeah. was it Robert Allen Nissan? No, no, it was not. It was not. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's all I want to know. Of the famed Robert Allen rants? Yeah, of Robert <laughs> Allen's rants, dude. Of Robert. We should put one of those in the show sometime. I'm going to do that sometime. Dude, I'm going to isolate a clip of a Robert Allen rant if I can find one, and I'm going to lead you to believe that I'm playing something else, and I'm going to play that, <laughs> and you're not going to fucking see it coming because oh you're a dumbass. Dude. Yeah, that's a good point. Just kidding. Yeah, no, Sorry, I mean, you know, you are what you eat. And, oh, dummy thick. Yeah. <laughs> You're a dummy thick ass, bro. Eating dumb ass for dummies. Uh, But anyway, independent beans. You're on a hot yeah. streak. So he sleeps You're drinking this prime liquor. I'm drinking this prime liquor. I'm feeling good. I'm are like, you feeling fine? I can afford rent again. Because you had a hot night? Because I had a hot night. Um, I could uh, buy back all of my possessions from the pawn shop. And uh, I fucking am sitting down having a drink. This guy comes up, and uh, he's like, I, I noticed him because he had been sitting at one of the other machines. I think he, he played one that was definitely a cold machine. But uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm sitting there. Up, he and I are, are talking for a long time about God knows what. Uh, and I, I'm sure it was about like, cause they always played sports games and shit on the TVs there. And so I'm sure I was sure, like, sports games. watching, that. you know, those sports love, games everyone them. talks about. <laughs> and I'm sure we were talking about something like that. Well, uh, I went back to the machines 
won a little bit more. I was feeling pretty good at this point. And uh, went back to the bar. And sure enough, he, as soon as I'm done, he sort of sidles up next to me at the bar and starts having a drink with me. And I'm thinking, like, okay, what's going on here? This is, like, suspicious. Like, I, I you know, the, in the previous experience I had with this guy, I wasn't giving much. I mean, it was pretty small talk shit about, like, literally what's on the TV how am I doing? You know, what do you do? That type of shit. I don't remember what he did. I wish I did. Uh, maybe I don't. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so during the second experience I'm having with this guy, chatting with him, I'm like, oh shit, man, I've had a lot to drink. I need to go take a piss. And it's one of those bathrooms that's like lit- uh, just a urinal and a uh, commode. Uh, and that's all you so got. So essentially a single use? A single essentially, a, use. essentially, but I mean, two people could be using it. But in a civilized society? In a civilized society, like I think if, if you see someone go, go the in there, you, you the give them a second to do their thing. It's a casino bathroom. You never know what they need to do. So I go <laughs> okay. in there, and I'm pissing, and I'm maybe like five. Are you s- shitting? I, I was not shitting. I was okay. farting. Okay. And I think a little farting. bit coming. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> if I remember correctly. And uh, maybe I'm five or six seconds into this piss cum sesh uh, that he, I hear the, the fucking bathroom door open. And he's like, hey, bro, it's Beans. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And he was like, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> what's up? And finished my piss. It was perhaps the least stage fright I've ever felt in my life because I, I have to, I'm prone to stage fright. You know what I mean? Oh. You know what I but mean? But you had broken the seal already. I had broken the seal. Yeah. And I was there fine. was nothing really left for you to do. Exactly. But finish what you'd started. Beans comes up to me. I zip up my pants. I'm That's done good. with my piss coming. <laughs> and. Well, I couldn't like, go over there like I was. <laughs> so, is that a Sopranos quote? Seinfeld. Oh yeah. Um, I get. I he walks over to me. He's like, "Hey, bro. Like, you should check this out. Like, are you interested?" He opens up his wallet. You should check it out. And I'm like, "Okay, what's about to get down here?" He pulls out a little plastic baggie with two pills. Uh, they're like capsules filled with some sort of powder. Who got? I I don't know what it was. I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh shit, bro, you don't even need to know. And You're I, like, I kind of would like. And to I was know. like, I kind of would like to. And I'm I like, could. Uh, like you would be I, so kind. I don't know. I need to like go. I, I'm supposed to go hang out like with my girlfriend after this or something like that. I say something that alleges to, or that, or that ref- references like a, a romantic interest in my life. And <sighs> this is to, where... Just had to drag him on it, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Just had to let him know. The, yeah. Um, to pull an alpha move like that. I, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am nothing Chad. if I am not an alpha male, you know? You Chad, bro. I'm such a Chad. And uh, it, it, yeah, at any rate, um, I can't remember exactly what I said, dude. Mm. But it was enough to have this guy uh, go into a spiral of just manic, depressive, like paranoia, dude. Mm. Uh, that the the kind of which 
I feel like is, um, I don't know. There, there's sort of a, there's a feeling that you get with gambling. I think that, <laughs> that, that leads you to, into, I, I have no backing or basis for this whatsoever, but mm. there's a sort of like feeling that you get with gambling, the, the high highs and the low lows, like really put you into a new, yeah, yeah. The emotional. Yeah. Big emotional swings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it can put you into a really negative mindset you are without the king you realizing. Fluctuations. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt, man. Undisputed. Undisputed king. But of anyway. Yeah. Beans is thrown into one of the lowest lows. Yeah. Into losing you the last bit of earthly position that you have down the down the slot machine yeah yeah so beans a level of despair known only to the gambler it should be noted mm-hmm. let's note this important thing about let's beans note this thing quick. about beans this guy is married sure he's there's a mrs beans he's got the vibe of someone that uh like maybe Maybe they did have, they have the sort of ambiance and uh, charisma of someone that definitely did have like a a yearn or desire or something for their, for themselves later in life, but it has just been like trapped in, uh, you know, maybe like a, a job at Town Pump or something since high school and, and just uh, has been... This is Beans' vibe? This is Beans' vibe. Okay. Yeah. As a... As a- as a as a a town pump worker with nowhere else to go, wondering how they ended up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Married someone that they hadn't spoken to into uh, for you know for seven years, but they ended up messaging them about selling body wraps back in like two thousand nine, and from there it was a flirtatious conversation. What do you mean that, by body wrap? Do you remember those? You don't remember that? No. You never got any of the MLM messages on Facebook about. No, I think people know not to try to sure. shit to me. Well, this was a big thing. It was these, like, I don't even remember if they were, like, seaweed or something. But they were these mm-hmm. wraps that you wrapped around yourself as sort of a, a quick way of losing weight, from what I recall. But it was just another one of those, like, MLM things sure. uh, that people would try to sell you on through Facebook. Right, so that's the vibe. That's the vibe. You know that vibe. Yeah. You know, maybe he was a theater kid at some point. Who knows what his grand plans were. Who knows what Beans' plans dream were. was. Maybe he wanted to be an astronaut. Maybe he wanted to be an astronaut, but he found out he could be making like $14 an hour as a manager at a town pump gas station and thought, well, I don't know, man. Like, this is pretty cushy. Anyways, so this was this guy's vibe. So at this point, um, after he's, you know, shown me these pretty suspicious cushy, pills or whatever, in the bathroom, yeah, it, they looked sketchy, man. It, 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 that was not and a buy. I was drunk enough to, to make to tell you what was in them. Yeah, no, he he never told me. Mm. I he like he said he insisted that I didn't need to know. But he's probably right about that. <laughs> yeah, he insisted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I mentioned this romance. This love interest. You're right. He is thrown into despair. We covered that. 
he's thrown into despair and uh he's like bro i gotta i gotta tell you about something and i i was like oh shit you know i was not drunk enough to buy the pills but drunk enough to be like please tell me all of your woes perhaps i could shed some light Mm -hmm. you know sure i know that range little did i know there was no light i could shed on his situation it was a completely unrelatable (laughs) uh feeling of paranoia that uh, you know i hope he eventually sought help for but he eventually goes on to tell me that his wife has gotten a new job somewhere in town and that this uh, job has some sort of boss that's like an attractive younger man, older than Beans himself, the independent mm-hmm. Beans, older than independent Beans, but younger, young enough to be kind of like sexually attractive, right? A threat. A threat. Exactly. A, a potential man to make him a cuckold. Exactly. Yes. Of which Beans was not going to be. He didn't want. He had no interest. He was not a Jerry Falwell type <laughs> who was interested in being. No, this was not a Jerry Falwell pool boy type. Okay, incident. Okay, incident. Good yeah. to clear that up. So I'm like, oh shit, man! Like you, he has these suspicions that his wife has been promiscuous with, uh, with said boss. Sure. Uh, and he's like, dude, check this out. Check this out. Doesn't this seem weird to you? And he goes on to tell me that he's been, he insists that his uh, wife's phone or whatever be on like find my iPhone or whatever it is. And he constantly watches her throughout the day. And he's like, dude, I've been noticing like every night, like before she comes home, like for a couple hours, she stops at this place and I've driven by it. And it's just like, it's a house. And he and he goes on in, into this description of how he's like looked through the yellow pages or whatever and is absolutely positive that that this is interesting route. Yeah. To take to try to find out who lived there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what he exactly what he said, but it's something like that. And um he's tracked it down and it's her boss or whatever. And so all of his suspicions come true. And so I'm like, wow, uh, that's really fucked up. Don't, do you think that there's some sort of coincidence? Do you think there's something, you know, maybe you're not really seeing here? Sure. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? What do you mean? Like, this seems clear to me what's going on. And, uh, and I'm like, like I said, really drunk and just kind of like my eyes are like halfway closed and I'm kind of agreeable. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. And he's like, bro, I'm I'm telling you right now. I think what I'm going to do. And I was like, oh, boy. I was like preparing myself for him to say what I thought he was going to say. But he said, uh, I, I, I guess in so many words, in a, a very exaggerated version of what I thought he was about to say. I'm expecting him to say, I'm going to head over there. I, I remember this moment clear. It, it, it was clear like day. what alcoholics refer to as a moment of clarity. Sure. I remember having this thought like, oh shit, he's about to tell me he's going to go over there 
and confronts his wife about it. What he ended up saying was that, to me, a, a total stranger he had just met maybe two hours prior right, to this. Right, and had just offered some mystery pills. And had just offered some mystery pills because I'm sure he needed some more money to gamble. He tells me that he has been planning this um, for maybe like a week or so. He's been watching her and seeing her go over there and been planning on a way to murder these two people. Yeah. His wife and his... And her lover. And her alleged lover. Like a Shawshank Redemption. Like a... Sh exactly. So... Style thing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting there like... Not sitting. I was... this. Mind you... This is all taking place in the bathroom. Yeah, in a, Th in a this whole conversation <laughs> where he has shown me his wife's location on a lost my iPhone or and whatever, pills. as if I'm gonna know like where she's at, what this you know what, what this location what this means. <laughs> means. <laughs> Does this mean something to you, yeah. guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he kept saying something like, "Well, I mean, what do you think, bro? Like, what do you what do you think? Like, that's weird, right? That's weird. Like, I should do something." And yeah, so he eventually tells me that he has been uh, trying to rack up the courage to uh, to go over there and do something. Hell yeah, bro! And I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, I can't believe I'm hearing this. Eventually, I sort of like came to and was like, "I can't believe this, dude. This you're you're telling me this as an absolute, just a complete stranger that you met in a at a fucking casino bar." You wanted that to be stopped. That you're trying. Yeah, he must have. I. I mean, I don't. I don't think he would have. But uh, I end up being like, dude. There's. You should not do that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> being like, <laughs> being like, even as fucked up as I was, being like, I cannot believe you would even entertain that. That's so <laughs> disturbing and fucked up and will only lead to uh, bad things terrible bad terrible vibes. things like very hostile vibes like I, you would agree right at this point in the story this guy is nothing but hostile vibes right oh, he's ex exhibiting a classic example of hostile vibes some of the most hostile yeah. types of vibes right you can give off right so it's extremely low vibrational energy exactly <laughs> So <laughs> that's well put. Thank you. Um, so he, I, I, we, I walked out of the bathroom after just telling him that, that was fucked up, and like I was very uncomfortable with what he had told me. And I remember sitting down at a, a kino machine again, and and kept winning, which was sweet. But he kept, he sat down too, and I was sort of thinking to myself, like, okay, like maybe. Maybe I talked some sense into this guy. Maybe there's a chance that he won't uh, go and do this. But I ended up leaving, and uh, and I never heard about it again. I I remember talking to the bartender maybe like a week or two later and being like, "Oh yeah, like you gotta hear about this fucked up shit that happened." <laughs> and 
I think for months afterwards, I was like checking the papers out every of like day. Uh, every day out of like a sense of guilt of like, oh shit, I probably should have actually said something to somebody. But, you know, it, it was just one of those things. I stumbled home drunk as fuck that night. I wasn't Do in the right mind. You didn't see any murder suicides in the paper in, no. around that time? Yeah, and, and as, as much as this guy said, he never really gave me the vibe of someone that was... I mean, I guess you never know someone, but he never gave me the vibe of someone that was going to go leave that place. And... <laughs> Fucking beans, dude. Fucking beans. Fucking independent beans, Fucking dude. independent beans coming what out. Crazy, man. With the hostile vibes. In a wholesome place. What do you think was in those pills? I have no idea. <gasps> like uh, ricin. I'm obsessed with the mystery pills. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I wish you would have told me. I'm curious about it now. Um, but, you know, it, it fucked with me. That was not an experience I wanted to have. And it was such a bizarre night, a roller coaster night of mm-hmm. feelings. Being sure. hot on the machines, being. Uh, <laughs> privy to someone's fucking double Murder homicide fantasy yeah. yeah exactly and uh <laughs> yeah long night some hard real night. popeye doyle stuff yeah yeah wait <laughs> look it up <laughs> okay <laughs> i know that name that's what's walking with me gene hackman oh right yeah Yep. Okay. Yeah. Same. Just like a degenerate <laughs> yeah. who interacts with criminals, <laughs> essentially. Uh, but anyway, is that the one who has the bird on his head? I don't know. I don't remember. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I don't know if we want to spend all this time trying to get to the bottom of that. But that was the tale yeah. of independent independent beans. Um. It's a, a good story on its own, made it so much better by the revelation that his name was Indi- was Independent Beans. Yeah, yeah. Beans. It will live in infamy in my consciousness for the rest of my life. I I remember that night so clearly, which is shocking to me. It consider, was impactful. Uh, yeah, considering the yeah the barfly <laughs> nature I was exhibiting at that point. You yeah, know, it's amazing you have any memories from that time. Truly, yeah. And uh Zing. I hope uh got you pretty good there, Bob. Independent Beans. You hope he's well. I hope Mrs. Independent Beans as well. That's who I'm I do too. for more than anyone. I do too. I, I'm praying for Miss Independent Beans. Yeah. Pray uh, for her. She's putting yeah, hopefully she is an independent bean now. Yeah. It's free from this man. Yeah. <laughs> or or independent beans has sought help. I hope both. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, the money train. I don't want to speak. Sure, give us a final thought on negatively about them. I have had far more positive experiences there than I have negative. Sure, in the cosmic scale. In the cosmic scale, I you know, you do sink yourself into a a gambling addiction, you know. (laughs) You you take yourself there, and uh, but I will say this say for it. such a small bar liquor store casino the trifecta. They have managed to create quite a fun place apart from the gambling that I've really enjoyed. The pool, yeah. I um, in the, in the bar. I remember 
cheersing there with many people for MLK Day, which was cool. Wow. Um, yeah, plenty of great pool. Moment. I played there. I love how they keep the pool room separate. You say that, as we mentioned, we still don't know if that's true. What's that? That you were playing great pool. I was playing great pool. I was on the top of my game. As we discussed earlier, the only pool I saw demonstrated in this phase was pretty lackluster. <laughs> so I cannot corroborate this is one thing jesus christ we'll have to get talc redway on the show yeah 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 he'll to confirm that are you listening yeah are you listening boy Tell. confirm my story you know i was a shark you know he was there um, <laughs> but anyway that's for later yeah is it who knows when this will come out quite honestly mm-hmm. but soon either before or after this We'll do some Dumb and Dumber. We got yeah. the confirmation. Yeah, that's going to happen. Eric did finally listen to the show and respond to me yes. <laughs> directly, which was good. Uh, so that that will be that will be a thing coming to, to you soon. Yeah, I um, can't wait, dude. We've really had a little wait. snafu um, in real time here on the, on the <laughs> upload feed. Situation, yeah, but hopefully that'll get resolved sooner rather than later. We'll have these episodes up, but there might be yeah. a little bit of a delay. I noticed that, but you know, what but can we'll you do? Get, what can you do? I've yeah. tried to do everything, so yeah. it's just yeah. it's just it's just gonna be just a just a brief intermission there. Yeah, That's but it, maybe we'll get to bank some. Yeah, in the in in and have some runway. Yeah, I'm into that. that. I I would love that man you would love it that sounds great is that what you mean yeah you know i love a bank <laughs> yeah you bank. love banks i love banks you love all i've come in a banks. bank before yeah is that right yeah Just, but like not not a sperm bank it was like a wells fargo <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> after the uh after I heard the news that my uh, broker over there had signed me up for a bunch of fake credit cards, I just went in there and cummed everywhere. And the problem was solved. <laughs> a little did people know. Uh, but that's what a good note to end on, to, to leave the listener with that mental image. Um, yeah, like and subscribe as always. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. To uh, what is it the show called? <laughs> yes. Hostile places from wholesome vibes. No. <laughs> no. Wait, what is it? It's hostile vibes from wholesome places, right, bro. Right. Come on, bro. Oh, shit. But anyway, uh, that's what this has been. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, wash your hands. Don't eat ass. Don't do that. Yet. And most importantly, remember who loves you, baby. Mm-hmm.